Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? 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 Love, it's a whole new season. Crowd getting pumped, yelling from the bleachers. Tomahawk chop, blessing from the speakers. Chill it is ready, lacing up them sneakers. 16 games, 16 ways. Kansas City Chiefs gotta rep that name. Push to the end, gotta win each game. Blood, sweat, and tears in the snow and the rain. Never give up, gotta push through the pain. Chargers, Rams, Raiders, Broncos. Grab your peanuts, grab your nachos. If it's raining, pack a poncho. Flip in the sky, soaring high. Kansas City Chiefs, now we're on the rise. Super Bowl ready, it's the perfect time. You can see the passion looking in their eyes. Sold out game, sacrifice. When he bit the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now on Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Sold out game, sacrifice. When he bit the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now on Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Kansas City, are you an arrowhead chief? Stop and do the nay nay, now we chop it to the beat. Tailgate, every Sunday, yeah, we bleed that red and gold. Kansas City Chiefs, it's time to take control. Kansas Everybody, it's your boy Chris Daly. You were tuned into Arrowhead Chief Podcast, and today we got a lot to get into. I know last week I didn't put out an episode, had a lot of stuff going on last week. Um, didn't have really the time to really record, uh, but today I'm gonna get into everything, try to tap into last week, uh, well, the week before's win with the Raiders, just real brief. Then we're going to talk about the Tampa Bay game, and we're going to get into some other subject matters, and also tap into the uh, game against Denver, which shouldn't be too long, because, yeah, it's Denver. So, real brief, because I didn't get, like I said, I didn't get to talk about it, I didn't put out an episode last week, so I, I haven't had a chance to talk about the Raiders game, and my assessment of the Raiders game was this. And I've ta- and I talked about this that the AFC West is starting to come up. It is starting to get better um, with the with the Raiders and the Chargers. Even though the Chargers' record doesn't show it, they have the quarterback, they have the talent, they have on both sides of the football. Now, the question can be asked. The coaching. Now, I like Anthony Lynn, but this might be Anthony Lynn's last year. And you never know. With Eric Bieniemy being a hot commodity as a coaching uh, candidate next year, head coaching candidate next year, who knows? Eric Bieniemy might look at the Chargers as a lucrative job. They might look, and and that's if the Chargers want to, you know, take a flyer. You're not a flyer, but. Go out there and look at, you know, Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy would be a good hire for the Chargers. One because he knows the Chiefs. That's one. He knows the tendencies of, of Patrick Mahomes. He knows how this offense ticks. So that will be a slight advantage to the Chargers. So, be you know, when I say you know, as far as 
the, my recap for this game is that the Raiders are going are getting better, and they're only going to get better next year. Now they didn't have a good showing this past Sunday, where they got blown off the off the field. I forgot who they played, but they got blown off the field. I think they played Atlanta. Yeah, they got blown off the field by Atlanta. Derek Carr looked terrible, um, but I like I said, this team is still ascending. Regardless of what happened this past week, they're ascending. And next year, they're going to get more pieces, especially on that defensive side. And the Raiders are going to be a team that we're going to have to take more serious. Same thing with the Chargers. If they can get their head coaching, like I said, I like Anthony Lynn, but this might be Anthony Lynn's last season. So their coaching might be, you know, if they get the right coach, I think that team could ascend too. Now, Denver, that's a whole nother ball game. Denver got quarterback problems. They got coaching problems. They got every problem in the book. I don't even know if John Elway is going to be there next year. He might be there because they love John Elway. John has brought them Super Bowls, so John probably ain't going nowhere. But the rest of them, the, the coaching and the, and the quarterback, they, I don't think they believe in Drew Locke. Um, they have the defensive pieces, and they have offensive pieces too. Philip Lindsay, um, Courtland Sutherland, uh, uh, Henry Ruggs. Like, they have pieces over there. Or Jerry Judy, sorry. Jerry Judy. They have pieces over there. It's just, it's just the quarterback and the head coach. But my assessment of the Raider game was that you know, they just, the Raiders know how to play the Chiefs. And John Elway knows Andy. They've coached together for years. So, of course, if you give John Elway, the, I mean John Elway, John Gruden, sorry. John Gruden the talent uh, to go score for score with, with, with uh, Andy, he, he's capable of, of doing that. Um, and that's what we saw on that Raiders game. Um, the defense, for some odd reason, and we're going to get into this defense, especially the defensive line. You know, when you don't get no pass rush on Derek Carr, he's going to carve you up. And that's what happened. Derek Carr was carving us up. Patrick Mahomes, he did what he did. And at the end of the day, like I tell everybody else, no matter what you do, at the end of the day, we have Patrick Mahomes and you don't. And what I mean by that is when the chips are on the table, when it's a minute and whatever, on the, on the, you know, if it's under two minutes, give me 15. You know, there's a lot of good quarterbacks, the Aaron Rodgers, the Deshaun Watsons, the, uh, uh, um, the Russell Wilsons, you know, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. You know, these guys have, made, have done a lot of things in the, in the clutch moments. But I'm talking right now in 2020, for me, give me 15 over everybody. Because he makes everything better. When the defense ain't playing good, guess what? 15 makes everything better. When Andy gives the keys to Patrick Mahomes to go make plays, he makes the plays. He steps up in the brightest of moments. And that's why he is the best quarterback in the league. So my assessment for that Raider game was that, you know, yes, 
the AFC West is getting better and it's only going to get better. But at the end of the day, we have 15. We have Patrick Mahomes and you don't. And that's why at the end of the day, when they left too much time on the clock, a minute 40 on the clock, I knew we were going to win. I had no doubt in my mind that Patrick was going to march down that field and win that game, and that's what he did. So, off the Raider game. Let's talk about this past game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The whole, the, the, when we saw this on the schedule, we were thinking Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Marquee matchup. The pass versus the now. Now, we, now in my mind, I did. I thought it was going to be a shootout. I thought I thought Brady was going to, you know, he's got the weapons. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. They got Antonio Brown. They got Gronk. You got the running back, Rojo. You got Fournette. They got a good defense, you know, front seven. Their defense is really good. But, you know, I thought it was going to be a back and forth. But it was anything but that. This score was nothing it, it, this score, if you looked at this score, you would have thought this game was close from the beginning. It was a tight race from the beginning to the end, but it wasn't. This game was not indicative of what this score was. This game should have been 40 to 24. At, 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 at the very least, it should have been 40 to 24. Now, there were some stall outs in the second half, and we're going to get into that. But in the first half of this game, in the first quarter alone, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill was clowning, was clowning this Tampa Bay defense. I don't understand, and I like Ty Bowles. I think he's one of the better defensive minds in this game. But I don't know for the life of me what he was thinking, putting Carlton Davis on one-on-one no single high safety against Tyreek Hill. I don't know what he was thinking to put that man in that situation. You got the fastest receiver in the league, and we're going to talk about Tyreek Hill in a minute. When we talk about the fastest receiver in the league, you're giving him one-on-one coverage with that quarterback? Man, you asking for trouble. And that's what they got. I felt bad for Carlton Davis. I really did. I felt bad for the dude. You got that man covering him. And and Tyreek was just taking that man to school. It was terrible. The first touchdown that they that he caught, Patrick Mahomes threw that ball as hard as he could. And Tyreek still had to slow down, call his mama. Tell his mom that he's about to go into the end zone, hang up, catch the ball. He turned around, caught it, turned back around, and scored. Crazy. Then the second touchdown, he catches it and does a backflip into the end zone. Then the third touchdown, it got to a point where Mahomes was just like, bump it. I don't even care if you got good coverage on him. I'm still going to throw it to him like he's 6'5". And he he high-pointed the ball over dude and caught it. In the end zone. This first quarter was amazing by Patrick Mahomes 
and by Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes had 359 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. Tyreek Hill had 203 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. That is crazy. That is nuts. But that's what we have, Chiefs fans. We have the best quarterback. And I'm going to say this right here. I don't care if you, you know, you got the Devontae Adams, you got the DeAndre Hopkins, you got the Julio Jones, you know, you got DK Metcalf, you got all these big-time, big-body, prototype receivers. And Tyreek Hill, to me, is better than all of them. Because one thing he does, he has something that they don't have, and that is great speed. And with that great speed, he learned how to run routes. He is a master route runner, a master speed deep threat. He has great hands. And he can high point the ball. He's good. He has very good ball skills. Where he can high point the ball in the air. Very good. He is a very great athlete. He's done it time and time again. And I'm saying that. I'm not saying this because I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm saying this as a football fan. Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in the league. The most dangerous weapon in the league. And it doesn't come close to me. That's my opinion. And he displayed it this past week. So, and I don't know how y'all feel out there, but that's, that's how I feel. I feel that Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in the league. And add on to the fact, you got the best quarterback in the league who clearly... We not we this ain't even up for debate. It wasn't up to debate after the Raiders game, but it's really not up for debate. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP right now. It's not even close. I don't want to hear nothing about Russell Wilson. I don't want to hear nothing about Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to hear nothing about Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is 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 doing his thing, and yes, he is the he is the main reason why the Tennessee Titans are are winning. But. He's not better than Patrick Mahomes. If we talking who's having a better season at their position, you got Derrick Henry who's having the who, who's the top running back, and you got Patrick Mahomes who's the top quarterback. Who are you taking when the game is on the line? Who do you trust more? I trust Patrick more, and it's not even close. Because Derrick Henry is so codependent on the offensive line blocking for him. And you could be like, well, Chris, Patrick Mahomes is dependent on his offensive line blocking for him. True. But he had Mahomes has the ability to make plays out of nothing. His improvised, his improvisation is second to none. 
So when the when, when the block doesn't happen, he knows how to step up in the pocket or run or, or move to his right, move to his left, throw from different angles, backpedal. He the the kid does things that Derrick Henry can't do. Derrick Henry, yes, he is a specimen. Dude is 6'3", 260 pounds, and he just runs and mauls all over everybody. But we've seen Derrick Henry look normal. Heck, last year in the playoffs, he looked normal. When Frank Clark called him out, and we're going to get into Frank Clark in a minute, but when Frank Clark called him out, they shut him down. There's been a few games this season where he's gotten shut down. He was a non-factor. Can't say that about Pat. Can't say that about Pat. Can't say it. he had even if Pat didn't have the statistical stats that game, he was still had an impact on the game. So Patrick Mahomes is the MVP, clear-cut, no ifs, ands, or buts. And if, if you want to debate, go debate your mother. Okay? Go debate your mama, your uncle, because Patrick Mahomes is the clear-cut MVP. Clear-cut MVP. Now, I want to get into this defensive line. Now, we have all know, you know, the Chiefs, have put a lot of money into this defensive line with Chris Jones and Frank Clark. Now, they are supposed to be the pivot. Now, I'm not questioning these brothers' ability. I think Chris Jones is still one of the best defensive linemen in the game. I still think Frank Clark is one of the better defensive ends because he's not just good against a good pass rusher. He's actually pretty good. He's very good at dissecting the run. But you don't pay $100 million dollars for a defensive end who's known to get sacks to dissect the run. You pay him to get to the quarterback. And that was the and that's where that's the whole point. They need to step up. It's time for those brothers to step up. Now I'm not sitting here saying that there were some plays where Frank Clark got held or Chris Jones got held, but there are also a lot of plays when them dudes is getting stonewalled. There's a lot of plays where I don't see a lot of effort, and I'm just hoping that these brothers didn't get that Super Bowl ring, they didn't get their money, and they 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 letting off the gas, saving themselves. This ain't the time to do that. We we don't need those brothers to take games off. I need them to get bring 110. They too talented to be getting stonewalled, to be looking as bad as they've looked in these past few games. Against the upper echelon quarterbacks. You if you don't get pass rush, heck, on the on the very good to good quarterbacks, if you give them a clean pocket, they will carve you up in this league. There's only so long the safeties and corners can hold on. And you already know how I feel about this linebacker crew. And I don't know for the life of me what's up with Spags and this one snap for Willie Gay. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if they see something on the film and they feel like he's not grasping the defense. I don't know. 
But all I know is every time I see Willie Gay on the field, for the most part, he's making plays. Whether it be against the run, whether it be against the pass, he's making plays. A lot of times he's covering ground for somebody who whiffed on a tackle. Here he comes, saving the day. So I don't understand for the life of me how Willie, Willie Gay can only get one snap, but you still trotting Ben Neiman out on this field, and he's continuously, continuously tackles somebody, and he gets dragged for five to six yards. Anthony Hitchens, same thing. The, the uh, um, Damian Wilson, same thing. Like, how can William Gay cannot get more than one snap with this linebacker crew? And I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, well, he doesn't know the scheme. Come on. That's bull. That is bull. You are the defensive coordinator. Scheme up some stuff for this man and get him on the field. You didn't, Veach didn't pick him in the second round for him to sit on the bench. So I don't know what's going on, but the kid needs to play. Because I'm sick and tired of seeing this kid on the bench. And I'm looking, where's number 50 at? That's all I kept saying in the Tampa game. Where's number 50 at? Where's number 50? He was nowhere to be found. Because my question is to Spags, how can it get any worse? Your linebackers already whiff. Your linebackers are already not that good. So how can it get any worse with this key? So, the defensive line need to get it together, and like I said, they need to get Willie Gay more snaps. He needs to be playing right by now. He should be playing more than Ben Neiman. I'm tired of these coaches and their egos and, and they, oh, he knows the scheme. What's good at knowing the scheme when you continuously get beat? What's good at knowing the scheme when you can't tackle? It's just like Daniel Sorensen. And look, I'm not here to bang on Dirty Dan. I'm not here to, 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 to talk about Dirty Dan. But that, that you, get the, you get tales of the two tape with Dirty Dan. Dan will make a good play. Then there will be three, plays, three bad plays. Dan will make another good play. Then there will be three more bad plays. And there's just some, for some odd reason, at the end of every game, Daniel Sorensen always makes that interception to end the game. And so it looks good, you know, because he made the pick, just like he did in the Raider game. But we got to be real with ourselves, Chiefs fans. Daniel Sorensen is a liability when it comes to covering running backs and tight ends. He gets exposed. And, and it looks like the honey badger is getting beat on some of these plays. No, that's the honey badger trying to cover up for him. And I don't know what's going on with Juan Thornhill. I don't know if his mentally he's not, you know, in the leg 
in you know his mind. He's not mentally ready with that leg, the ACL tear that he suffered last year. So I don't know what's going on with that. And then Shaverius Ward, same thing. Shaverius will have a few good plays, but then he'll get burnt. He can get burnt sometimes. And like I said, I'm not trying to bang on these dudes. I'm not trying to bang on them. I'm not. Because to hold the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to 24 points, they did a good job. It wasn't like Tampa Bay scored 40. It wasn't like Tampa scored 30, 40 points, and they was just throwing it all over the field. It wasn't that. The defense, I give the defense this. They actually played particularly well in the first three quarters. Even got two picks off of Tom Brady. So I'm not trying to bang, but these are just things that we've seen before this Tampa game. The Raider game. The Carolina game. They got to start giving us championship football. The standards have been set high, people. They've been set high. So I expect high expectations for this team. So that's my spill on defense. Um, Before I get into this Denver game, I want to talk to you Chief fans, man. You know, I go into these groups, you know, these Chief groups on Facebook, and, you know, I put up my predict. you know, I do a prediction thing where I say, you know, what's your prediction score? And I give you my prediction. And then in the comments, and, and, and I think a lot of y'all, y'all, you guys are good sports. Y'all participate. Y'all give me y'all scores. And I love it. I love it. I love the participation. Even the ones that, like, you know, don't really give me a score. They just, I just want to win and, uh, you know, whatever. I, I appreciate you interacting with me. Um, but we got to start having more confidence. We got to stop thinking like the old Chiefs. We got to stop thinking like old Chief fans did. When we didn't have the best quarterback in the league. When we didn't have the best coach. Yes, I'm saying it. Because Bill Belichick, he was the best coach for years when he had Tom Brady. He ain't the best coach this year. He wasn't the best coach last year either. Andy Reid is the best coach in the league right now. So, we got to start thinking with a championship mentality, man. We got the best, Chiefs are the best team in the league. And when somebody shows confidence in that team, we got to stop this, oh, you guys got to stop being so cocky. Humble yourselves. Oh, we humble. But at the end of the day, how many years did we just hope and wish that we would have a team that is the best in the league. But we just never had the quarterback. Or we never had the coach. We've always had great running backs. We've always had great defensive players. But we've never had the best quarterback, one of the best wide receivers, arguably the best wide receiver, the best tight end in the league. A good running game. 
and, and, and pretty good defensive pieces all put together. We've never had this. So it's like, you know, there's Chief fans that get it. You know, they, okay, they know we got the best team in the league, and they act like that. Then there's the Chief fan that they just think that they're just happy to be here. And I'm telling you, Chief fans, get a little bit more confidence, man. This team is the best team. We're not just happy to just be here anymore. We are here. We're not just happy to, you know, be at the table. We are the table. We set the bar. Everybody's trying to get to the mountaintop to beat us. That's why we get everybody's best. Because they want to say they beat Patrick Mahomes, man. Defensive players want to say, I shut down Patrick Mahomes. When the defensive player gets a pick, they want to say, I got a pick off of Patrick Mahomes. Because they know he's the best. They know this team is the best team in the league. And every team measures themselves to the Kansas City Chiefs. So we got to act like that. We got to have a championship mentality. When New England was winning all them titles, they fans had a championship mentality. When the Cowboys back in the day, they they still have a championship mentality. They ain't been they ain't won their playoff game, won to no Super Bowl. Raider fans too. They got way more confidence in their team than we do. So I need you Chief fans to get a little bit more confidence in yourselves, in this team. Because this team, is ain't, it ain't going nowhere. This ain't no one, two-year deal. This is going to be here for a minute. So get some confidence, Chief fans. Now, you know, we played the Denver Broncos Sunday night football this week. And, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because this is the Denver Broncos. And a lot of people be like, oh, it's a division game. And don't get too cocky. Any given – man, come on now. If we lose to the Denver Broncos, we should be – they should be ashamed of themselves. Now, mind you, I do not like when this team plays at home because it seems like the defense just takes a night off. But I'm predicting a blowout. I'm predicting a blowout. I don't care what any of you Chief fans says. I don't care if this is a vision game or not. I'm predicting a blowout. I'm going 52-3. to three. I don't think, and I know this defense hasn't looked great, but I think the defense shows up. I think they show up on Sunday Night Football. I got the Chiefs winning 52-3. to three. That's right. That's how much confidence I know that we're going to blow this team out. Because Denver is terrible. We have the better team. We have a better coach, better quarterback, better everything. We are better than this team. This team is a bottom five team. So... I'm picking the Chiefs to win. I'm not even going to get into the particulars of the game. We're going to win. That's what I picked, 52 to 3. So that's my time. I appreciate y'all listening, man. Um, continue to rock with me. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, 
Um, it's uh, Arrowhead Chief Podcast, uh, Podcast Chief 702. If you really want to get down to the logistics of following me on Twitter, um, same uh, on uh, Instagram, it's Arrowhead Chief Podcast, Facebook, Arrowhead Chief Podcast. Um, continue to follow us. Um, all the, the podcast is on all streaming platforms from Spotify, Apple, Google, any podcast uh, outlet that you use, I'm on there. I'm on there. So continue to support, continue to uh, ride this roller coaster this whole season with me, and we're going to get through that. Let's get this done. Go Chiefs. I'm gone.